it's you know you know what I'm going through. What the going um, through? It's, it, all the all the parents are going through the thing mm. where the mm -hmm. kids have started school from home because except for there, I think there's two kinds of parents in America. There's the ones that are like trying to get our kids into this like the same kind of work from home schedule that so many of us have been on, where like you know it's very important to show up for your meetings and do your work. Sure. Make it look like you're working. Yeah. Uh, at you least know, appear but, uh, like you're online at all times. That's right. Feign and yeah, effort. For kids, for kids, it's harder, I think, because my kids are on Zoom all day now. Oh, mine are absolutely on Zoom all day. You know what yeah. I don't like here, since we're airing grievances about school and having to home, school from home, I don't like the fact that I personally feel like the teachers have taken advantage of the fact that we're here. Right? Like, personally... I feel if they're going to teach school this way, that the teacher should essentially teach them and and do it with the expectation that nobody is helping these kids. So have like a lifeline out to them. You know, I know you're going to end the Zoom meeting at some point and let the kids go work. Um, one thing she was doing early on, just to comfort the kids, was leaving her Zoom meeting up. So if you needed to get back in there and talk to her, you could. She stopped that immediately, you know. Yeah, I can, so, I like, can see why that would be terrible. Yeah, that I, for, I for can her. too. I can too. The but problem might be is, useful for a kid. I just don't understand how like this falls on me now to be the teacher. I have to explain things. I have to deal with the fallout of Common Core math, Tim. And let me tell you how much I hate Common Core math. I hate it so much. And the reason why is because I understand Common Core math, and I know that it's what I utilize, at least if you want to put a name on it, it's what I utilize in my head for the majority of the math I do throughout my day. Figuring out change, doing shit. I don't even want to explain to people the fucking ridiculous process that I go through where I start talking about counting stacks of 10 and then throwing the sevens in on top of it and stuff. I get it. I understand where they're going with it. It's not that I don't think it's not a valuable thing to learn. It's the exact same thing that the guy who came into our school who could, who was called the human calculator and could do all the math in his head tried to tell us how he was doing it, and it was common core math. That he was like, it's simple. You just do this, and this is what you do, and we're all sitting there trying to, like, in our heads, put the problem on the board and do, like, 33 times 117 you gotta put that on top and first i want to stop you i want to stop right there because i want to i want to hear more about this presentation because i don't know the human calculator was he an arizona guy oh you what? didn't you never had this uh, maybe maybe he was just an arizona guy so this would be at an elementary school and it would usually be at some sort of function where it was kind of fun like maybe a you know uh maybe a uh where, where they got all the students together. I don't know what they'd call it, but not a pep an rally. An assembly. It's, it's yeah. an assembly, but it's not the, not the kind of assembly where you're going for, like, school stuff, right? Like, Correct, yeah. Like, where it's, not, it's not the one where the principal talks, but this is the assembly where, like, it's, it's a fun assembly. Right, right. Because, I see, and that's the thing is, is I'm so far removed from being actually in elementary school that I forgot about that. I forgot about the concept of fun assembly days. Like you loved when those came up. Now what the schools do is they just give the kids a half day. They're like, yeah, nope, we're not even going to put anything together for you. you guys can just go home. Teachers need some time away from you and they got to catch up on some of these tests. We're just sending you home, letting your parents deal with that bullshit. 
Um, but yeah, so this would be one of the fun assemblies. And uh, I mean, when we were kids, I even remember the uh, fire safety assembly being a little fun. So like we found fun where we could. But he, the human calculator was that guy that came in and he would have people throw numbers at him, you know, in the crowd. And then he would have people get on their calculators to double check their work. And he would sometimes uh, revel in the fact that he could get the answer out of his mouth before you could type it into the calculator. Like before you're. How was he dressed? Like, uh, typical kind of 80s, casual, but, you know, I'm trying to be professional. So I want to say a short sleeve button up shirt that had some wacky print on it, similar to what I like to wear now as an adult, uh, but tucked into some jeans, firmly tucked uh, with a belt and jeans that were way too tight. Uh, mullet. Sorry, some, some probably light colored jeans. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, yeah. yeah, and he had that that curly hair mullet thing with the you know on the top, and it was like kind of dyed blonde, and he had the mustache, the whole bit. Very sleazy looking guy, uh, but nice fella. <laughs> and did he have I, glasses? Uh, glasses? No, no glasses, no glasses. Okay. I do firmly remember him though, like trying to teach us this, right? So that was the thing was, despite the fact that he was there, like kind of like. Did you ever have, like, a magician come to school? Because I remember we had assemblies with magicians. Man, I feel like we had to, but I can't remember any specifically. I, I remember, remember because a lot of the drug assemblies. I was, I was brought up on stage once, and he stole my watch, and that's how I remember it. Funny thing was, it was my friend Aaron's watch, and then when he <laughs> stole it from me, he then had to do the embarrassing thing of telling, he's like, Oh, wait, whose watch is this? It says, to Derek from all the guys, is what he had said the inscription on the back says. And I made Aaron go get it because it wasn't my watch. And so I didn't do the walk of shame to go up on stage and get the lousy watch from the shitty magician who just wanted to embarrass me. But anyway, back to the human calculator. He was rad. He tried to teach you how to do it, and then you were like, come on, man. I ain't learning that in one night, right? Uh, But essentially what he was always trying to teach us was Common Core. You know, he was always trying to the exact kind of things that they the the different groupings and everything that they try to teach you where they they're breaking it down for you so that you can do it in your head. That's what they want to do. That's their eventual goal. However, when it's a, you know, online form that doesn't let you put words in, but you need to put words in because it's a problem. And, you know, then it's got to show your work. And I don't know how to show work when all I have is one line of stuff to do. And I'm supposed to just enter the answer in. It gets complicated, and it gets frustrating. I know how frustrated she gets because I'm getting equally as frustrated. Uh, I think the big thing there is is that uh, I did see an improvement in the teacher walking them through stuff. It's just, you know, this this weird... This is weird for all of us, and I know it especially sucks for the kids, but there was no point where I signed on as an agreement to do part of her job. There was no discussion. There was no sent letter sent home telling me or telling parents in general that we were going to have to take an active role in this situation. I feel it's implied, so I'm not that naive to think that there wasn't an implied role in us assisting with this school. But man, I have to get up at least 10 times a day from my desk when I'm working to go help her out with stuff. And to be honest... It's usually, like, stuff that she honestly has a right to be frustrated with. Like, it's something stupid that they put together that doesn't make sense. Or it's Zoom, just being Zoom and not working right. And, like, how is a kid supposed to learn when they're sitting there watching a teacher and the teacher's talk? 
Oh, I had to hard restart Thora's iPad today, Derek. I had to, I had to, you know, the, the trick where you got to hold down the home button and the power button. No, I don't know that because Um, I've never reset the iPad in my entire life because you just don't do that with those. Yeah, well, th- this time, like, the Zoom wasn't working. I tried closing the app, but all we were getting was a black screen for the teacher, black screen for us, and it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't working at all. It's, were you getting I, the I tried... audio, though, from the teacher? Nope, nothing. Oh. No dang. no icons or anything, just, just like, um, a, a small black square inside of a big black square, and so... Um, so it, I, I reset the iPad, and it worked. That that fixed the problem, but, like, it took me a long time to troubleshoot it for me, and, you know, I couldn't have expected a seven-year-old to do that. But back to the Common Core math. I'm really fascinated by it. What grade did that start in that that she really got into, like, the Common Core learning? Because I, I feel like we haven't really done it yet. Or maybe maybe it's happening, but I'm not seeing it yet. Well, I mean, in some cases, don't get me wrong, it's very... Um... Like, it's all over the place, so it's not just one thing, and and some of it is what we're kind of used to, in a way, right? Like, there's word problems, but then they want you to show your work in a very specific way, and that's really where it comes down to it, is, like, they'll be like, here's your problem, Three, four, 342 plus 658, show your, show your work using Common Core. I can't do that. I don't know. I'm going to take 648, I'm going to put the other number underneath it, and I'm going to add them together. I'm going to carry the ones, there's going to be remainders and shit. That's the way I do math. So it's hard for me to even know where to start, because I have no idea. There's not a remainder when it's it's addition, man. You're just adding them. Carry the one, carry the one, is what I'm talking about. Carry the one, yeah. We were were taught math. We were taught math, and I think it had been taught this way for... I mean, I don't know, going back to the beginning of school, like, who knows? No, 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 no. Daryl sent me a thing. Daryl sent me a a link to a comedian from the 50s who was making fun of the way we do math because that back then was called new math. So back then when it was introduced, it was introduced as new math, and he is making fun of it in this audio recording that, that Daryl sent me. It's very funny, but it also makes me realize that this is a, this is a cyclical process, man. We're always going to, the way that, the way that we learn math is the way that our parents learned math. Yes. And, but, but not the way that their parents learned math, that they learned it some different way. So their parents this shit with them too. Like, ah, what are you, why are you putting the numbers on top of each other? Why are you carrying them one? You know, that kind of shit. I don't yeah. even know how they did it before that with sticks and chalk and fucking hash marks on the wall. I don't know how they did it. Abacuses? But our math, our, our 1950s new math that, that we learned in the 80s and 90s was was basically designed for us to be able to crank it out on paper. Like, it was, like, it's it's math made for a pencil and paper. And for some of us, like, for me, it made sense why what we were doing on paper worked in real number concepts, right? Sure. And I think, like, the way that I've... The way that I understand Common Core is that it's supposed to make more sense for more kids why the math works. I don't know. I got to... How how far did you get in math? Oh, I got... I was very good at math. Math... I mean, like, like, like how, how, how far? What was... What was the highest math class that you took in college? Um, I don't... Well, 
I just kind of went to college for a little while and then dropped out. So I don't really qualify that as my time at school. But like, but did you take did you take a math class? I was yeah yeah, and I mean like in in high school and shit, I was in like trigonometry and shit. So like I was pretty high on fucking math. Like I was good at math. I had a best friend that actually didn't want me to uh, go to advanced math classes when we were like freshmen because he basically wanted to copy off of me. And I valued friendships with people so much that I didn't go to the advanced math class just so I could take regular math with him and fucking kill it. Because I was scared to go to advanced math <laughs> and not be good at it, but I knew if I went to regular math, and it was totally worth it. My teacher, Mr. Traber, he raised Mastiffs, and he would spend the majority of class just telling us stories about his Mastiffs, and that was the best. You knew you could get him off by, like, even bringing up his dog's name. That would completely, like, <laughs> like ruin class for the next 20 minutes. You're like, oh, I'm bored. I don't want to do any more work. Hey, Mr. Traber. How's your dogs doing? Oh, it's a funny question you asked that. And then he would give us this long thing. Uh, but yeah. So this, this is part of your dog person indoctrination is your... Uh, oh, sure, yeah. You could have been learning more math. Mm -hmm. Smarter. Doing yeah. other better stuff. Nope, instead I'm, I'm doing math stuff and talking to people today on Twitter about starting my OnlyFans and having it be more mostly pictures of me and my dog. Yeah. Yeah? Why not? Why not? Why can't? Why not put some wholesome content on the on on the OnlyFans? Doesn't all the thing about OnlyFans is that there's there's no way to know if there's wholesome content on OnlyFans because there's no way to like there's no homepage there's no you can there's no browsing but like like that this is because like all I know about OnlyFans is mm -hmm. the the links that pop up on Twitter and it's like oh, I probably I probably don't want to follow this person anymore when like they're just plugging their OnlyFans content like yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't have any any money invested in that. I'm a, I'm a Patreon guy, Derek. I know you are. Um, I know you yeah. are. Um, You're also a free pornography guy, like myself. So, I, everyone, everyone is. Well, everybody it's, should be. Nobody's. Well, yeah. I, I mean, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be paying for that. Yeah, I know you're right. Yeah, it's gotta originate somewhere, or else we can't. The rest of us can't get it for free. Yeah, I, someone I don't know. someone I, has I to get a browser subscription so that they produce content, because otherwise. Well, what 10 minute videos edited together roughly with all the sex scenes together in a mismatch kind of thing am I going to watch you know for free and they're they're making that and then but but then like nobody's getting paid for doing that either because it's not even legal but it, uh, it's yeah. it's a lot it's concerning. I don't know yeah it's uh, well. this is this is a higher level economics than I ever took for sure yeah, like no, how, how the heck that anybody can make make any money on this but apparently the only fans is a is a pretty lucrative thing yeah, I understand but, but that. So, I, so I, I, in, in trying to comprehend this, it, I, I, like, I read an entire article about OnlyFans, and it turns out that there's no, like, there's no centralized hub where you can, like, you can, like, browse OnlyFans and only decide, fan? oh, I like, I like this one, but I don't like this one. There's no way to, like, search them all or anything right, like that. Right, okay. That's interesting. You, you kind of have, have to use the link from the person in order to get to it. Yeah, so, pe so people get established. They establish themselves on Instagram, on, on Twitter, or whatever, and then drive traffic to their OnlyFans via those other channels. Well, you know what? We could start our own thing and call it Only Viewers. Only Viewers. Right? I'm yeah. just saying, because that's who they are, and that's who our favorite people are. And while we're on that topic, I want to welcome those people. Uh, and I'm fucking not going to call them viewers, because they're not. They're listeners. Uh, to episode 104 of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Internet. We can start only Craig's. Oh yeah. Can we, 
We had it. We could have had a, only I Andrews think, think for a while could, on YouTube or on the uh, on the Steel Cage. We could be. We could still create content for only Craig's because the content creators are not the Craig's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Craig's are the the Craig's are just the only people who get the content. But it's only for people named Craig. So only yes, Craig's 100%, 100%. can. Yeah, like yeah. there's a vetting process. Uh, Chef Craig, he can be a part of it. Our best friend Craig Kirkendale, obviously, uh, he's going to be the number one Craig. Uh, he'll be ranked number one worldwide, yeah. regardless of whether he wants to be or not. We'll, we'll get him a subscription, whether he wants it or not. He's getting a subscription. It's an only Craig subscription, so um, it only makes sense. But I, I that's weird my dad, to me. My dad will also be on there. That'll be that'll be kind of strange. will be. I think he'll get along with those guys. See, there's people that try to claim that OnlyFans is innocent or can be innocent, right? Obviously, it's to each their own. It's much like Twitter. Uh, you can make your Twitter page whatever you want it to be. Uh, wholesome, not wholesome, you can use it for whatever you want it to use it for. So the OnlyFans is very similar to that. But I will say the fact that I can't go to OnlyFans and search for someone and find them and see if they have an OnlyFans or like peruse, like you said, popular OnlyFans page, that seems shady to me. There's something underhanded there going on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I think I think it's because... I don't know how it works, but I think I think they maybe want to maintain some deniability. Like we don't we don't really we don't curate any of this. Mm. Like this is entirely on the creators, you know. Because you look at you look at YouTube. There's all of this user generated content, and YouTube gets an awful lot of grief. There are millions of think pieces written about the damage that YouTube's algorithm for up next or for recommended videos is doing to our kids or like what pops up on your homepage when you open YouTube kids, you know, like that's all there's YouTube is, is curating that. Like they're not, you know, it's not a person doing it. It's all like algorithms. It's all stuff that they're making up trying to, I think just trying to get people to watch more videos. But what it leads to is like, if you watch one flat earth video, all of a sudden your feed is just like, like, further and further down this flat earth rabbit hole until you become a flat earther well oh you're 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 three videos away from QAnon videos is what you are you know that's really what's going on there Um, yeah it's just a self-radicalizing algorithm no you're right though because my daughter finds other videos from other obnoxious people that i don't like when she's watching the videos of the obnoxious people that i don't like uh mostly it's the video game people but uh i don't even understand how some of these people are relevant or famous I don't understand how their YouTube is so popular because I tend to like kind of, you know, watch by proximity and listen to the videos and make sure that they're okay and the stuff she's watching. And she just watches the dumbest shit. And it's very popular, so I know she's not alone in watching it, but holy God, dude, some of the shit, this dude Preston, if I ever find this dude Preston in real life, I want to punch him in his throat. He's just this rich-ass kid that does stupid-ass pranks with his friends and, like, like lives life and plays video games and i fucking hate him what's really weird is how many of these people act like children and then you come to find out they're 30 years old and married with two kids of their own and it's fucking that's even weirder like they're particularly doing this on purpose to go after the kids you know what i mean they are acting the way they are and shooting the videos they are and doing the dumbass shit they're doing I'm going to pour chocolate sauce all over the ground right before the front door to see if my sister slips on it when she walks in. You know, that kind of shit. Like, 
it's so dumb and so unfunny, and so much of it is just trash content. Don't get me wrong. Some of the people she's come across, I actually think, have valuable, you know, information to pass on. She watches a lot of craft channels and a lot of, like, baking channels. She's really into that creative stuff, right? So from that aspect, I've seen her do some amazing drawings that she's done because she's following step-by-step guides or she's watching these videos and then replicating what the people do. So that's that's a lot of fun as a parent to watch. But then there's this terrible side of just the douchebaggy, like, and they're all so rich, Tim. They have so much money from doing YouTube. And it's this weird circle thing where they're getting more money and then they have so much money they don't know what to do with it. So then they're like, I'm going to buy my friend a car and make a video out of it for YouTube. And then making more money off of that video about buying a car for them that they got paid from YouTube. Oh, it's it's an it's an ecosystem that I can't even wrap my mind around, you know? I think the thing that you hit on the head, though, is it almost constantly feels like it's preying on children, right? Especially with the dumb content. The There's more sophisticated content on there for, like, us because they have to try harder to get our attention. Those people I value, the people who, like, made a name for themselves through YouTube because they're an excellent musician, but they just got oh. known through YouTube or whatever. I saw a video today that was the opening of Thundercats that some guy did. Just a fan. I don't know what he did it for. I hope for a fucking school project at least or something. I hope he just didn't do this just to put it online. But it was the entire opening to the old Thundercats cartoon, but done in CGI, and it looks like real people, and it kind of looks like an Alex Ross comic book come to life. It's super fucking cool. I love that there's talented people out there that have an outlet to share their content when it comes to that a big part of the reason why I got the job I got was because I was doing dumb content on YouTube. So I'm not exempt from being one of those people just a little bit, you know? Oh yeah. Well, I've made, I've made a lot of videos myself where I was just trying to make the kind of goofy, like toy videos that my kids were watching when they were like very young, you know? And these, these are still very popular. These videos that like, that like two and three year olds watch where it's just like, grown-ups playing with toys yeah opening up toys showing them off like i get that i get that because we didn't have youtube when we were kids but we had the toy book that would come in from toys r us or lionel playworld or kmart or wherever you got it from yeah even like the the jc penny christmas catalog yeah you'd flip through all the boring shit like the barbecues and the clothes to get to the toys in the back because that was the good shit and we would sit there and we would stare at that book from October until December 24th, you know? Oh, it hasn't stopped, man. I follow a lot of Twitter accounts now that just repost pictures and scans of those, and those are, like, some of my favorite tweets. Yeah, because they're so... The toys we had when we were kids were so great. You and I grew up in the golden age of toys. There will never be another, like, generation that valued toys, like action figures and dolls and toy guns and, like, play sets and all of that as much as we did. Uh, it's wild because now you can totally tell when they make stuff, uh, it's still for us, you know, it'll be some highly detailed recreated version of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles terror dome or whatever, but it's priced at like $400 and it's not meant to actually be played with. I have to correct you and say Technodrome because, because I know right now, I know right now Josh Schlag and Green are like losing their goddamn minds that you called it a terror dome. I, there was something called the terror dome. I think that was in GI Joe. I want to say there was a terror dome because I remember specifically having it and now I'm going to look it up. 
because I'm fucking sure of it. But yes, you're right. That was the Technodrome. <laughs> yeah. And I had the eyeball on top. I remember that. Yeah. What do we got? What do we got for Terradome? Public Enemy, welcome yeah, to the Yeah, G.I. Joe! I told you. Well, it's Terror... Terror Drone. That was the drone again. Yeah, but I had that. Terror Drone. Yeah, it was cool. It was circular. Terror Dome... The Fire Terror Bat... Dome Haunted Scream Park, Newburgh, New York. Yeah, the Fire Bat uh, ship, the, the little spaceship, came out of a thing in the middle that opened up all cool. It was awesome. They'll never make toys like that anymore. Trust me. Kids have oh. cool toys these days. I'm not going to act like they don't. But they, there's a specific, the, the, you can tell, when action figures are made, they are not made for the children, Tim. They're made for us. That's why they well, cost $24 and, been, dollars and come You and I have been geeking out privately about these, uh, I mean, not, not privately, it's, but it's been very public. Very public. Uh, about these masters of the WWE universe uh, crossover action figures. I they're, don't they're, know uh, who they're for. I can't imagine who they're for. Like, they're for the, us. They I are know for they're us. for us. I know they're for us. That's exactly who they're for. Because kids have no idea who fucking He-Man and the Masters of the Universe are. None at all. There hasn't been a rendition of that cartoon, at least in like the last, I don't know. I'm, 20, I'm, there was one. I'm there was say, one in the early 2000s yeah. that was on like Cartoon Network. And it was, it was very short-lived. But it was pretty good, right? Like the animation on it was really good, I remember. Kind of like was, that, yeah. that, that remake of Thundercats they did before they did the Thundercats Roar. I, have you seen Thundercats Roar? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Sorry, it's a little... Is, yeah. is it all right? Is it... No, it's terrible, but it's funny. It's Teen Titans as Thundercats is exactly what it is. Uh, speaking of which, Teen Titans actually has an episode of Teen Titans where they talk about Thundercats Roar and Robin's all furious about them changing the cartoon. <laughs> Like, everything Teen Titans does awesome. now is a poke at, like, internet trolls. I swear to God, and it's amazing. You know, Teen Titans is great. Uh, cartoons Teen are Teen definitely better. Like gone... Yeah. Like, Teen Titans was a parody of superhero shows, kind of, and then, like, became a parody of itself, and then it's, like, gone so far beyond that that it's now, like, just this meta parody. I've never seen anything that's so meta in my whole life as Teen Titans. They literally had an episode where they captured their own creators and made them create an episode of the show. <laughs> yeah, wrap your mind around that. I was, if you haven't, have you seen the the movie, the feature length movie? I dragged Jared to it. We both we both fell asleep at different points, but the, but when uh, when Stan Lee came on to do his like multiple oh, yeah. cameos, it's like yeah. as a janitor who like won't leave the camera alone. <laughs> it's it's really good. Yeah, uh, cartoons are definitely better. I enjoy a lot of the stuff that they have, but you can just tell. Like, I don't know. I think I would have a hard time caring about. Uh, toys if I had an iPad when I was a kid too that's all we wanted can you, you know how many things I pretended was Penny's computer from Inspector Gadget I was making that shit up all the time I was creating essentially an iPad uh, every couple of days whenever I wanted to play make believe as a kid so yeah. like I, I, I definitely don't know what I would have done if I had a centralized area where I could watch any cartoon I wanted uh, along with video games and, you know, create movies and edit stuff and take pictures and surf the internet and do all the shit that they can do with it. it, it it's, it's no wonder toys are dying. Well, yeah, well, and the content now is just, is just unlimited. The, um, the fucking, um, the, the, the YouTube stuff, you know, there's, like, the trash content, but then also, like, the, the actual, like, like high-quality, well-made content that you have mm -hmm. access to via... Netflix. Yeah. I mean, we have we have so many streaming apps. 
There's the ones that we pay for. There's the ones that like we get somebody else's login for. Oh, she's um, she's big on the HBO Max right now. She's yeah. uh, oh well, HBO Max has the show called Infinity Train. Okay. It's I think it ran on Cartoon Network. It's just like it's a real. It's like the first season is like ten episodes and they're all like ten minutes long, but it's a it's it's a intense like hard hitting show from the start. It's really good. I think I think uh, I really like it. Uh, well, I will. They're check. they're they're just now they're like they're rolling out season three maybe as like a max exclusive. I'm not sure. I know I've talked about Close Enough before, but Close Enough is amazing as well, which is essentially like a grown up version of the regular show. Uh, really funny, and man, oh, yeah, I'll tell you one of the episodes where they got somebody to watch their kid, and they were like, "What are we gonna do now? Run some errands!" And then they went out, and were like, "Pay some bills, go to the grocery <laughs> store, go to bed early." Like it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. Like, do they, do they just they just act like the guys from regular show, except they, for they're just they're they're regular a married people. couple, yeah, a married couple with children, yes, basically that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and they're just like. Yeah, they it's do like all that time. shit. It's and I don't, I don't care. It's still funny. I like the regular show and I like that. Um, just, I mean, I watch, I watch some of our old cartoons like on Boomerang and stuff. And don't get me wrong, there's a period of time of older cartoons that we watched when we were kids that were still quality. But a lot of the cartoons we watched when we were kids, it was trash. And I, it's no reason why they didn't hold my attention when I was a kid. But they made me go pick up all the toys that I had that cor- correlated with that cartoon. And then I would go start playing with them while I was watching the cartoon. But I wasn't really watching the cartoon, Tim, because it was boring and terrible and the dialogue was unfunny and the plot was predictable. And I knew at the end that Cobra Commander was going to lose, but get away. And I knew that was how the shit was going to go down and it's how it went down every week. So I didn't care about watching it. But now, oh man, their shows are so good and so funny. The shit that comes out of uh, Gumball that I see... And, I mean, my daughter doesn't even understand half the references because they're not even for her. They're for me. But they're so good. Gumball. Gumball's weird, man. I don't know how to even process Gumball a lot of the time. It's my kids hard like to. Just, like, they're, they're, like, looking. They're just watching Gumball. They're like, okay, like, Slender Man appears in this frame, this frame, and this frame of Gumball. If you all put, like, put it together and watch it closely. And that, you know what? That's probably, like, a radical YouTube thing that I should be paying attention to. Because like, I don't want them to become Slender Man kids. And go stab someone in the woods because that you know that's the thing that we got to worry about. Wow, this got dark fast. Oh, what happened? But, but, I feel like yeah, I wasn't that, paying well, attention, and this conversation just went totally dark. Are there Slender Man references in Gumball that I'm missing? I think there's. I think Slender Man just pops up in the show from time to time. I don't think he's oh, even a character. I, I think know. he's just in there. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me. It's weird as shit. It's Gumball is a. It's a, it's a curse. There's like a cursed show. It's like it's a very like just just the things that you see in the show are like cursed <laughs> images. Yeah, you the, know what I mean. Whenever they make a funny face, it really sticks with you. Like it's a it's an unpleasant yeah. experience to see. But man, that uh, that social justice warrior clip from one of the episodes, uh, <laughs> that shit's hilarious to me. Some of the shit that they just say and do. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to get over sometimes, like that it's a talking cactus talking to a cat, and then his dad's a bunny, and that's what's going on right now. Like, it's it feels like an acid trip. It feels very acidy, trippy. Um, which, yeah. Yeah, that seems appropriate. So. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not even clear how the character relationships work to me. Like, Darwin is his pet goldfish, but also no, his brother. It's his brother. He's no. not a pet. He's not a pet. He's thought- his brother. He wasn't originally a pet. He's 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 an adopted brother. He was never a pet. Uh, Yeah, that's, I don't know. 
I mean, episode one, okay. it just starts that way. There's no backstory. There's no origin story. Maybe they tell an origin story at some point down the road that I haven't seen yet. Um, I don't like, know. I was always wondering if, like, if like it's it's Gumball's mom's second marriage to the to the the, the bunny rabbit guy. I, I don't even know. No, that's that's yeah. That's. I mean, you know what though? That's 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 kind of, that's the kind of storytelling kids need to hear these days because that's real. Then all then what's yeah, going on is. in real life would start to make sense to them. We're sugarcoating the history entirely too often for these kids. They need to know the truth. Sometimes I tell my daughter stuff and I realize that I'm just being like <laughs> the crazy conspiracy theory guy with the tinfoil hat in the corner. Uh, but it's better that she hears it from her dad than that guy. You know, that's how I say oh, yeah. oh, Or the ice cream man. Speaking of which, I miss the ice cream man. Um, I'm feeling like that's something that's going to go away, and we're not going to get the ice cream man anymore. I don't know. Well, they, they can't play Turkey in the Straw anymore. No. Did you see that RZA created a new jingle for all ice cream trucks, and it's backed by good humor? That's amazing. It's incredible. Let me tell you. And not only that, but it's a jam. It's a bop, whatever you want to call it. I love it, and I just need... Like the entire Wu Tang Clan to rap over the top of it, because that would be fantastic. Yeah, Turkey in the Straw. Well, you know, back in the day, people people were thieves musically. They would take your song and change the word to some garbage ass other song, and yeah. But uh, the lyrics to the Ice Cream Truck song, I guess, are very specific and kind of relates back to when the ice cream trucks first like got invented and stuff, which is very problematic. Like, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like it's like one of those situations where they're like, Oh, Hey, there's also this racist song that kind of sounds like the ice cream truck song. No, we're slowly finding out that that song that was playing on ice cream trucks was the racist song. And that's, that's the crazy shit. That's, that's, but then, but that's, that's one of those songs though, where like that, Melody has become like a hundred other songs, right? Like, and they're yeah, all like absolutely. kids' songs that yeah. you sing in camp. I think, like, isn't it like, um, like the song in uh, in speaking of good kids' cartoons uh, in Animaniacs, where Wacko does all the capital cities of the United States? Ah, like that's you mean the same. you mean all the countries in the different hemispheres all over the world? No, uh, no, that's oh. Yakko's world. That's a different one. No, that's Wacko Yakko's does world. one where it's just the state capitals. Oh, yeah, that one's not as good. It's different, man. It's and the thing is, is that you can it's learn all good. the state capitals from the song. You're not going to learn every country in the world. Now, some people probably but did. Man. I those, learned. Those kids yeah, are I smarter did. than me. I I did. I did. That's how I learned. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, uh, Republic Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still Guatemala. Guatemala, excuse me, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, Curaway, I'm missing one, the French Guianos, Barbados, and Guam, right? So, not bad. I got most of the Western Hemisphere, and I'm yeah, just missing pretty, that's one. That's pretty good. But yeah, and I'm pretty drunk like the, right now, right? By the time that song came out, like, I'm not even sure Yugoslavia was still a country. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. He just needed words that rhymed. Czechoslovakia, know? like, that's not around. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure you slid Transylvania in there that's not <laughs> hey hey yeah ah uh, man but speaking of ice cream trucks and speaking of delicious ice cream we may not have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ice cream bars with uh, little bubble gums eyes but we do have a classic treat 
that has been updated for the modern age, much like the wonderful ice cream song by our friend, the RZA. So this week on Derek and Tim Eat Snacks, we are trying Bomb Pop Middles. Bomb Pop Middles. Bomb Pop Middles. I don't even know what that means, but that's what it's called. It's Bomb Pops Middles, Tim. Middles. Middles. I got I gotta say that those Ninja Turtle ice cream bars hold up. If you oh, get the do. chance to get one as an adult. They oh do. my god. Because I was in Tucson. I think I was probably kind of drunk. My wife and I were hanging out. There was an ice cream truck parked right in front of our hotel. And the dudes, the, the guy with the ice cream truck and his, I don't know, his daughter or something like that were sitting in the ice cream truck eating Batman popsicles. And we were like, those, we want Batman popsicles. And they were like, well, yeah, we don't actually have these. Uh, we got Ninja Turtles. And we were like, fine. <laughs> yeah. It was fine. disappointing to not get Batman when we won Batman. But However, the Ninja Turtle popsicles were so good that I, I did not stay mad for long. Yeah, no, they hold up. The only thing that doesn't hold up is the gum uh, gumball eyeballs. Those are a little rough sometimes, depending on how they're, old. Well, they're exactly like you remember, like well, frozen here's the thing. gum. I had an updated one, and I bit into it expecting a gumball, and instead it was just a delightful chewy candy, like a Starburst. But for some reason it was Whoa. only really like frozen and like stale like like the gumballs are through and through on the outside and once you bit inside of it it was like a gummy that was easily chewed and and, and was delicious it blew my mind and it was it's one like of those how things. they like how they engineered that soft caramel that's in the ice cream snickers that oh. doesn't, it doesn't freeze like if you freeze a regular snickers that, yeah. that caramel becomes a problem yeah and it's it's enjoyable in its own way but i know but exactly the, what you're talking yeah. about i know exactly what you're talking about the the regular candy bar does not manipulate the same way frozen as and and come on what's the difference there it just has ice cream inside of it so i don't understand how they do that and what kind of witchcraft is at work there but there are four flavors of these bomb pop middles and today we are going to be trying two out of the floor four we have strawberry raspberry taffy middles which means that this is a strawberry bomb pop with a strawberry raspberry taffy middle. Uh, and I don't know what that means. I don't know what the middle is. Is it going to be taffy? This might be that exact same situation as we are describing with these eyeballs. Uh, the other one that we have here is bomb pop middles ch chocolate cream sandwich. So basically a cookie and cream middle to this particular bomb pop. Um, and Tim and I, we met up in the middle of a parking lot with wearing masks um, and gloves. We were very procedural. We transferred oh, from... Was, we transferred it was, it was very one. sad, but we were just oh, like... I don't worst. know. It was, it was so business-like, and like we, mm -hmm. we felt really bad about it later. Mm -hmm. We like we confessed it to all of our friends, and they were just like... They were equally sad, I think, as us, that the, this exchange went down the way it did, but it's, it yeah. feels like it's what you have to do now. Normally, Tim and I would embrace each other several times. Um, we would have oh. ordered food for our, ourselves uh, and eaten together and then brought food back to our family because we would... There was one time where we did a whole cake-cutting ceremony right yeah. in the restaurant as oh, if yeah. it was our wedding. I mean, most of the time, I would sit on Tim's lap and we would feed each other. Uh, it was It's a delightful scene. But we can't do any of that now due to, due to COVID-19. Uh, it's ruined everything. It ruined our summers. 
it, it's the, the summer's almost over and I have nothing left but eating these bomb pops. That's pretty much all I've left. Uh, I can't, I can't eat bomb pops in person with you, Tim. And that makes me sad, but we'll get, we'll get through this. We will, we will get through this much like, um, the many iterations of Thundercats has made it through. We, we too will carry on or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Well, let's go to the freezer, man. I have to go get mine out of the freezer. You ready to do this? I'm ready to do it. Are you sure? You seemed hesitant there. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I I'm. I'm worried about the state of my popsicles, but I'll explain later. Let's go get them. All right. Let's do this. Now I don't know which song to use for the song break, that or uh, the ice cream song I was describing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or Wacko sings the U.S. Capitals. Oh, God, there's too many options. I know. Uh, so, Tim, how did how did your popsicles make it? They're in rough shape, Derek. Oh. They are in. Did I get two brown ones? I did. I gave you two brown ones and two pink ones. I, I didn't get the pink ones out of the fridge. Oh. All right, I gotta, I gotta go back. All right, go. I couldn't see through the packaging. It's all right. All right. Funny story. So, Tim, you want to tell everybody what happened to what happened to your raspberry bomb pop? This is it's just a terrible journey that these that these poor bomb pops have have been on, man. Um, these were it's just a thing where somehow like you found these at Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. I went to a couple of different WalMarts. Um, Walmart seems like one of the places where you're at high risk of getting COVID. Um, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's any worse than anywhere else. You know, I think you're just it's... rolling the dice when you go to a place. It's Easily the worst place I go. Walmart seems pretty bad. I don't know. Like, I, I thought Home Depot was pretty bad at first. Everywhere has gotten better, it seems like. People is, like here in Arizona are trying, it seems like, to, our numbers have to dropped. do the best they can. Yeah, our, our numbers have dropped considerably. But I couldn't find these bomb pops in the freezer case mm-hmm. at Walmart. They didn't have the, these particular ones. They had you know just the regular bomb pops that you expect maybe a couple different flavors but nothing with like cool fillings or whatever you gave these to me i brought them home it was a it was a tough journey they got they got a little soft and squishy but mostly held together um i got it back in the freezer and then apparently two pink ones got eaten by my children 
Uh-huh. After all that work. Some, sometime in the last in the last week. Yeah, after it was a lot of a lot of effort. So now all I have is uh what what is my uh my flavor again? The, the flavor you have is chocolate cream sandwich. Okay. I'm gonna describe to you how delicious the strawberry ones are. Um it's like a it's like a cool cream strawberry, very similar to like a frappuccino um, from Starbucks. The strawberries and cream frappuccino. Uh, it's majority of it is is a simple strawberry flavor. Uh, inside is a stretchy raspberry, right? Taffy, but it's not really stretchy to be honest, Tim. Mm. I'm taking bites out of it. Uh, it almost just feels like a different cream. Like, it just feel. I feel like I'm being sold a bill of goods here. I don't really think that this is taffy in the middle. I think this is just more of ice cream that is raspberry taffy flavored. Because if you're familiar with taffy and its consistency... And what happens to it when it gets cold, it is not this edible. Mm. This inside is like a, a gooey, um, in, in, you know, kind of like a, like a, like a gushers, you know? Like the outside's frozen, the inside is a little less frozen, and, but it's just kind of like a, you know, uh, an, an, another different berry cream. So overall, though, it's a good combination. I like it a lot. Uh, the two things go very well together. And I'll just get this out of the way. I rated an eight. I will say I'm a little disappointed to hear that, though, just because I feel like what Bomb Pop is trying to kind of advertise to us here is a very textural experience, right? Like, it's, yeah. like I, I feel like I was expecting yeah, a very different texture I was on ex- the inside. Or- I was expect- expecting taffy. I mean, it says strawberry, raspberry, taffy on the outside. There is no part of this that makes me think that this is just taffy flavoring. But looking a little bit closer at the box, an artificially flavored strawberry cream dairy dessert with a burst of raspberry flavored in the middle. So it doesn't sound like they were promising taffy. Yeah. Hey, it's got a real dairy, though. Real dairy. So, tell your kids to stop ruining our podcast, okay? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And let's move on. We're just going to move on. Move on to the chocolate cream. They're not going to stop ruining our podcast. Now they're they're shouting. No, now they're, yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Now they're just, now they're just antagonizing us. Yep. Um, I do like the fact that these are bomb pop shape, but again, this kind of is one of those things that, like, I feel in the 80s. These would have just been a different thing. Like, they would have just been called middles. Right? Yeah. Even if they were shaped the same way, because they're not as big as a bomb pop normally is. And No, they're they're closer to a regular popsicle in size. Right. And like, I expect a bomb pop to be pretty jumbo. Sure. And I also expect it to have the iconic bomb pop combination of colors. Mm. So like the, the three, red, white, and blue, man. Uh even if not, even you know, they have the other ones too. So uh yeah, that's all. I just thought I'd put that out there. I think that, like, that's 
one of my biggest problems with the modern age is that we ride on the coattails too often of things that were popular or are popular just for that name brand recognition. When in reality, I think people are looking for new things. I think people are so sick of the rehashed snacks and rehashed television shows and rehashed movies that you give someone the same thing, even if it's kind of close to something old, they're not going to, not going to hate that it's something new, you know? Yeah. I don't know though. It's like, we're, we, we want something new, but we're averse to taking the risk of trying a completely new brand so much of the time. So it's like, can, can we make this new, but familiar? That's true. That's true. All right, I'm going in for the bomb pop. Uh, chocolate cream sandwich. Yeah, this is just like a... Mine, mine got real melty real quick, too. I don't know how... I mean, I know your um, your air conditioning has been like... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Awful. Awful. So, yeah. I had some issues there, but my um, mine's working just fine, but my bomb pops did not hold up um, at all. very well at all. They got no. they got real, real liquidy. Now, this one... Reminds me of a Jello pudding pop. Are you getting it's, Jello pudding pop from it? It's um, so it's it's a much like it's it's darker and fudgier than a Jello pudding pop. You know, a Jello pudding pop was like was like a real light brown. Oh and yeah, loved, I'm not talking about I, appearance. I'm just talking about yeah, taste. In the in the kind of consistency, but um, what I used to always love about Jello pudding pops is they get they they would form this little like crust of ice around the outside of the popsicle. It yes. gave it like this little extra crunch, but that uh-huh. was just like like ice that had sublimated on the outside of the, of the jello pudding pop. Um, I don't know why that, why that happened. I don't know what is unique about jello pudding pops that caused them to form that way. But, um, but I, I like that and I miss that. And I wish those were still around and having this, um, having this popsicle makes me miss it even more. I know exactly. Cause, cause to me, it's more, it, it, it brings me back more to like the, the generic, like fudge bars that we would just get from uh, the grocery store when I was a kid. Like this was this was the thing. My, my brother was really into these. This was a this was a my brother kind of snack that wasn't like wasn't one of my snacks. Did you have snacks like that? Like that's that's something my brother was fond of that I never really messed with. Yeah, like it wasn't even like I didn't like it. It was just kind of like yeah, those are those are for Mark. Oh. Hmm. No, I can't say I really did. I'd say, like, I remember my dad was really fond of Chunky Bars. The candy bar. Oh, man. And That's so, a candy bar you get you get just so your kids won't eat it. Yeah, exactly. And that like, was... You know that, that, like, you know they're not going to take that from you. That's exactly, I think, why he did it. And that was the result, too, definitely. I was like, raisins? Hell no. Man, uh, I haven't seen a Chunky in a long time. I'd like to... I, w- I want one now. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. He, I mean, we have this whole relationship with raisins, but I, I don't know. It's not like the idea of it appeals to me, but I, I just want. I just look, want to try it. Look, man, I want if to you see what I was missing. cover raisin and chocolate. I'll eat it ten days out of ten. So, hey. like, I'm not opposed to that at all. But um, yeah, I kind of know what you're saying, though. Like, because in a way, it was never. It was never even. I don't even remember like trying it and not liking it. I just remember being like, "Oh, that's my dad's candy bar." Yeah, gross. Uh, score also is another one of those that was my grandma's candy bar <laughs> yeah. that I never ate. And then when I had it, I was like, this motherfucker is good as shit. Wait, what have I been missing out on this whole time? What else haven't I been eating oh. because of my stupidity, right? 
Score is still around too, and the thing is that Score is just like a, it's it's not as old as you think. Because I was reading about this because I went to Costco Business Center and they had so cases it's of not of as old. It's not as old. Oh, okay. It's like from the eighties. Sure. It's really weird, yeah. But but they had cases of Heath and they had a case of Score, and I was really surprised that Score was even still a thing because I hadn't even thought of it in in forever. But I guess you know if you're maybe if you're really into Score, Heath just won't do. Um, I'm sure there's some difference in the toffee or something. The chocolate, I don't know. I'm ruined. But my, this my show's brother, ruined me on brother, chocolate, by the way. My brother was so into fudge as a child that one time uh, we were in some fancy part of St. Louis, which is, I mean, you know, fancy part of St. Louis is not necessarily that fancy compared to like, you know, in a, in a, in a real city, but, but a fancy enough part of St. Louis is like a kind of a upscale chocolatier. And my mom is talking to the guy at the counter and says, well, do you have anything that's like fudge? Uh, this is my son, Mark, or, or Mark is my son who loves fudge. And he just like in the moment just melted with embarrassment being described as my son who loves fudge. And this, this probably happened like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. And, and uh, has just lived on in family lore. And I, I understand his embarrassment. Fudge is awful. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed to like it too. I, I like fudge. I've, we, I, I don't know. Fudge is a whole different thing. This is a very fudgy fudge pop. Shout out to my brother, Mark. Who loves yeah. fudge. Yeah. My brother loves fudge. Loves it. The middle in mine just about disappeared. I don't know if it's a consequence of the melting and refreezing process. I don't know if the if the white part was just absorbed by the fudge. Nope, mine's uh, mine's very similar. Do you mean like you got a little bit of it when you bit into the tip, but then after no. that it was gone, or you just never had it at all? <laughs> no, I found a little <laughs> bit on the stick at the end. Wow. That was it. Yeah. Like it, it did not really affect the experience whatsoever. If you had just given this to me out of context, I would have said, "Oh, it's a it's a fudge bar. It's a fudge, regular old fudge pop, uh, and it's fine." Well, mine didn't melt and be re you know put back together, and I still feel yeah. the exact same way. I think, I think some of the fudgy creaminess that you might be experiencing is the combination of the two, because I, I did get certain areas where I got a bite of. You know, bit into it, and I could see there was a separation of the white and the and the chocolate. It just wasn't enough. You know what I mean? The entire basis for your snack is that it's filled in the middle. Yeah. And there just yeah. wasn't enough. At they least make with the middle, the thing. At least with the raspberry, uh, strawberry, you could tell a difference in texture. You could tell a difference in taste, and they're both very. I mean, essentially, it was a strawberry cream outside and then kind of a more tart raspberry in the middle. But they did a good job of making it two separate things that you could tell were separate. Like, it just surprised me that the taffy wasn't actually taffy. It didn't have any kind of chewy candy quality to it. It was just like this uh, chocolate cream sandwich one. It was just a different flavored cream in the middle. You know, or different yeah. flavored ice cream in the middle. And Which I guess, 
Well, yeah, and this one, like, there's no there's no sandwich component to it either. Like, how, right, like, how I was expecting be, something, like, like crunch. There, I was expecting... there had been some, a little bit of cookie in there somewhere, like, or, yeah. like if not a crunch, maybe, like, the the soft cookie that makes up the uh, outer layer of the ice cream sandwich, something like that. Well, or the soft um, cookie that you get when you get, like, Oreo ice cream, like the Oreos and yeah. cream oh, cookies yeah. and cream ice cream, right? Like, that's what I thought the middle of this was going to be. Don't get me wrong, they're, they're very clear on the box... They, they they even show on the box a picture of of the of the you know ice cream popsicle with a bite out of it, showing you what the inside's gonna look like, so you don't have any preconceived notions that you're gonna bite into there and find a cookie or find taffy. But it's still, I guess, where my imagination went with their combination of flavors and you know little pictures of the raspberry and the and the taffy on the package and. The cookies and cream sandwich one has a little pile of Oreo cookies next to it. It's just, uh, uh, it's a little bit, it's just a, a little bit of a letdown. I, 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 there's just nothing, there's nothing to communicate an Oreo-like cookie in this whole experience. No, no, the raspberry taffy really didn't have anything that was taffy. But overall, I enjoyed that bomb pop. Like, it was a good bomb pop. I can't say that about the chocolate cream one, um, because it was just... It, it essentially came off like a Jello pudding pop that wasn't as good as a Jello pudding pop. Yeah, like like more more fudgy but less good. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Uh, I'm very hot, so eating those was still very good. Uh, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I ate four of them. Uh, I completely blew my diet in one evening, but that's okay. That's what we do on this show. That's yeah. what we do on this show. Um, and then what we also do is we rate what we're about, of course, is respect for women. But what we do is per, we pick a snack, we eat a snack, we rate a snack. We've done two out of those three components. And I've even thrown a rating towards the one that Tim's family ruined for us and the show and for society frankly i mean so it's, it's embarrassing it's unprofessional it, it really is on me I mean, as both a snackologist and a father um and, I mean, and just a human being it shows you clearly have no control over your life in any way shape or form so people should I, understand why you're just such a reckless mess of both positivity and online shopping how am i supposed to teach them common core math now when i've been so betrayed oh i wouldn't uh, every time every time they ask you for help with math, I would do it the longest, hardest way possible. Like, make yes. everything into a word problem. You yes. say, well, if Johnny was buying 342 apples and Sarah wanted to sell him 686 more, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway. I'll, I'll, set up, I'll set up screen time to lock them out of the calculator apps on their iPads. <laughs> Yes. This is a whole plan. Tim, ratings, 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 ratings. Dude, this, I, I would, I'm not going to look for this at Walmart again. I'm not, like, this, this experience was such a letdown to me that I would not even, like, there's, there's other flavors that look really good. There's a s'mores flavor out there. Yep, there's a um, chocolate caramel sundae that I was unable to find. Is these particular bomb pops are one of those things where if you talk about them out loud, you will start to see advertisements for them on your phone. Correct. Um, so, so like they, these things have popped up on my Instagram ads, and they make them look very attractive. And I feel like they lied to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. You also this, got tainted, melted versions, but still, at but its the, core, like, you still somehow, experiencing the, the, the middle just just diminished to nothing. Mine like, did too, like though, and mine never left yeah. the freezer, so it's not yeah, even like it, it's not like it diminished. I don't you know there was very much there to begin with in the first place. It's just an unacceptable performance. It like not not an altogether bad tasting snack. Uh, but the, the the number that I'm gonna give it is a very very generous four. I think what you said uh, once again hit the nail on the head. I think the biggest factor for these snacks for me is one really rating if if what they did hit the nail on the head with the flavor. So many of these snacks are so bold, they're so ambitious. Uh, they come up with these wild flavors. I think that's kind of why I gave the strawberry raspberry taffy one such a high rating. To be honest, I I think it kind of nailed those two flavors. Maybe the taffy, not so much, but the strawberry raspberry was very good. And those are two very similar flavors when it comes to ice cream treats or candies. You're going to get two of those, and it's going to be hard to, to, to figure out which one was strawberry and which one was raspberry in some cases. Um, so... The fact that they were able to put those two flavors together and have them be different and, you know, uh, you could tell them apart, I like that. This one, it was completely muddled. I, I didn't like any part of it. I didn't find the color of it to be whimsical. It was just kind of a gross brownish-black color that was true to the chocolate cream sandwich color of the outside cookie, but still not a very appealing color when it came to a bomb pop middle. I think we came across this when we were doing our Halloween night and I found that certain colors, yeah. uh, just no matter how whimsical and fun you were <laughs> making it in your Halloween treat, just weren't an appealing color. You know, I, it might've yeah, been our, ice cream. cement gray ice cream. From yeah. This is cement gray. Right. 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 It was pretty bad. <laughs> the color was great. Oh, it was how often do you get to eat a, a thing like that? That's not gruel. Uh, it was delicious. It was delicious. Yeah, but it was, it was. It was great. But they're not even. They weren't even aiming very high with this flavor, man. Any ice cream mm. should be able to do like a cookie sandwich yeah. thing, like a cook, like any, like literally every brand of ice cream has an acceptable cookies and cream. Yeah, and and you're right. Cookies and cream is an easy thing to do. I can get cookies and cream at any place, and it's going to be a varying level of good to great. But I know it's always going to be good. Even if I buy the cheap-ass supermarket brand version of cookies and cream, it's still going to be good, Tim. This was not. Uh, it's not even that it was bad. Like you said, the flavor was fine, and it was some. It was a treat. It was an ice cream treat. The bigger thing is not only would I not buy it, I don't know if I was offered it if I would eat it again. Like if I was at a friend's house and I just came in uh, from driving my car across town and I didn't have air conditioning. It was 114 out. And he was like, hey, man, you want a pop school? I'd be like, what kind? <laughs> and he'd be like, I got these bomb pop middles, chocolate cookie and cream. And I'd be like, pass, my dude. Can I get some water? Uh, yeah, because that's I do, how I, I feel wait, about them. People in Arizona should be offering people pop schools when they come by, though. That should just be a thing that we do out of kindness. Even though you gotta you gotta power eat a popsicle because you don't have if you're doing it outside especially you don't have that, time yeah that's the bigger thing is like if I uh, if I hand you a popsicle like think about how awkward it is with drinks sometimes you didn't really no. want to drink you weren't planning at staying at my house long enough for a drink but you saw I already I already pulled the tab on the beer and handed it to you it's it's got to be drunk now 
But maybe maybe you could set it down on the counter and sneak away. You're not setting a popsicle down and sneaking away halfway through it. Yeah. That ain't happening. Um, so for that reason and all of the other reasons I listed, I'm going to rate it a five. Five. Yeah. That's not going to that's not going to make our only Craig subscribers very happy. <laughs> no, no. But I care about our only Craig subscribers and I feel like we've been getting them very drunk lately, Tim. And that's not <laughs> the nicest thing to do to them. We love yeah. them and we want them to continue subscribing. So, yeah, maybe take a break this week, Craig. We still love you. Uh, and you know what? We have next week. So we'll see what happens then. And Tim, I will see you next week. I will see you next week. And uh, please smash that fuck Nazis button. Oh, yep. Yeah. And uh, click up in the corner, right, where it says fuck Nazis. <laughs>